Hello, everybody. Welcome to A Court of Books and Booze, our basement book club. I am Skylar, better known as what, Jessica? Amanda? Nothing? I don't know the answer to this. I only hear it Sky. every week. <laughs> <laughs> the Skywalker. Come on. You say so. <sighs> I am joined by my two lovely co-hosts, Miss Jessica Golden. Mrs. Jessica miss? Golden. Miss. Ooh. Yeah. Still miss. Hey. <laughs> and our very best friend, Amanda. Hello, hello. <laughs> and together we are going to summarize the current book we are reading. Um, this might be part of a series or a standalone book. Um, and then we're going to have discussion, theories, and boy do I think I'm excited about the theory talk <laughs> after uh, this book. You've been waiting for like a week on this. Yeah, I read faster than everybody in this room apparently. So. Yeah, it's really annoying. <laughs> um, we are currently reading the Throne of Glass uh series by Sarah J. Moss. So we are on Air of Fire. That's the one we just finished. Yeah. But before we dig into it, how are you guys doing? Oh, I'm ready. I just want to talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amanda, I guess, literally finished the book 20 minutes before we recorded this. So. Yeah. Head still reeling. Still processing. It's a lot. So, if there, I'm all over the place, then... <laughs> there was a lot going on yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about our oh shit moments with <laughs> Crown of Midnight when I literally jumped off the couch and was yelling. I almost did it with this one, too. I, I refrained, because... <laughs> I did do it with this one. Oh my gosh, mm. we'll get to that. Ugh. Can we dive? Let's dive. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Well, in the typical order of our episodes, we will give you guys the summary, and then we will have our discussion about said book, and then we'll get into theories and all that fun stuff, and then we'll give a rating at the end. So, Jessica? So, the summary on this one's going to end up being a little longer, um, the way that they that she wrote this book was in um, quite a few different viewpoints, um, more than usual. And it followed three different distinct regions. So to dive into it, uh, following Kaol's suggestion to the king, Selena has departed to Wendelin to assassinate the royal family at the end of the last book. Yet at the beginning of Air of Fire, instead of actually doing that, she's moping around the rooftops of Wendland, generally feeling very sorry for herself, stealing food, getting into fights, having no will to do really much of anything. Um, that is until she is cornered by Rowan Whitethorn, a fey prince with a huge brooding presence and no interest in pleasantries whatsoever. He came to take her to meet her aunt, the Fae Queen Maeve, who is the one person with the info about the word keys that may help her defeat the King of Adderlin. 
Maeve refuses to give Selena any answers until she can control her magic and entrust the task of training her to Rowan. They stay in the demi-fay town of Mistward for her training, and his and Selena's personalities immediately clash. So then to shift viewpoints back in Adderlin, Dorian is struggling to control his magic and keep it hidden. He gets a new romantic interest, uh, a castle healer named Sorsha. Kaol is trying to help Dorian with everything he's going through, but Kaol's struggling with even helping him, and, and he's kind of just lost right now. He's also trying to accept Selena's true identity, which he's very well aware of at this point, um, and he's also struggling with that. Which, at this point, is when we meet another new character, Adian Ashriver, a well-known army general and cousin to Aelin. Um, he arrives in Rifthold at that point in time. Kaol tones the line, trying to find out whether Adian is friend or foe, and quickly discovers that he is secretly loyal to Terrison and is working with the rebels to free their country. Together, the the group um, of rebels and uh, Adian and Kaol figure out that the king eliminated magic by using a spell with three towers in distant parts of the land, one of them being Rifthold's clock tower. They also discover that the king is breeding monsters on a remote island and plans to launch a surprise attack on Wendelin. In addition to Selena and Rowan's storyline in Wendelin and Dorian and Kale's storyline in Adderlin, we get a third point of view from another new character, Man in Blackbeak. Am I pronouncing that correctly, mm -hmm. Manon? All right. Mm -hmm. We've been kind of going back and forth with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the scene in the last books with Baba Yellowlegs, um, turns out that's actually really important. We get to see the Iron Teeth Witches as they ally with the King of Adderlin and prepare for war. They will ride wyverns into battle for him. Um, the clans are violent and competitive, barely holding themselves back from killing each other at any given moment. Manon um, and uh, her grandmother... Manon upsets her grandmother and all of her expectations by choosing a very surprising wyvern who she named... Um, Abraxas. This wyvern was actually just meant for bait and not actually to be taken into battle. While Manon has been trained to have no conscience, um, during a competition she ends up saving the life of a rival, which angers her grandmother, and at the end of the book Manon seems to be questioning her upbringing and what she stands for. Back in Mistward... Rowan is a cold and brutal teacher using threats of violence to force Selena to shift into her fae form and bring forth her fire magic. At first, Selena has no control, but eventually she learns to shift between her uh, human and fae forms and summon her magic at will. Selena and Rowan eventually, surprisingly, become friends, and she helps him investigate some strange murders of demi-fae that are going on in the area. They discover that the Volg are committing these murders. Um, the Volg are a race of demon creatures from another world that originally forged the word keys. The Volg don't have bodies, so the king has been using Demi-Fey as hosts to these creatures. 
that he summoned by using the word keys. The Volg are the monsters that were being created on the island, and the king has snuck them and a bunch of soldiers into Wendland to attack and capture the Demi-Fey for experimentation. They end up heading directly toward Mistward. With the threat of attack, Rowan and Selena prepare for battle, but the attack comes sooner than they expect. While Selena battles three Volg princes, Rowan defends the rest of, uh, from the rest of the army. Even in her fey form and using the strongest uh, of her fire magic, Selena is also uh, almost defeated. That is until Rowan forms a blood bond with her that allows her to tap into his magic as well. Together they defeat the Volg, and after the battle they journey to Doranel to get the answers from Queen Maeve. Maeve holds up her end of the bargain and tells Selena that the word keys can't be destroyed, only put back in the word gate. Maeve uh, suspects Selena has figured out where the third word key is and begins whipping Rowan when she won't share the location. Um, this obviously triggers Selena, and she shows her incredible fire magic and bargains uh, Maeve again for the release of Rowan from his eternal blood oath. He then immediately swears an oath on, uh, to Selena, and they leave Dornell. At this point, the news of Aelin uh, Galathinius defeating the Volg and returning to the world has been traveling far and wide. Everyone is ecstatic except the king, um, who is absolutely raging at this point. Um, the king summons Dorian, Sorsha, Kaol, and Adian to the throne room to question them about a spy in the castle. Adian tries to take the fall and is carted off to the dungeons to be executed uh, soon thereafter. But then the king reveals the spy was actually Sorsha helping the rebels while still truly caring for Dorian. She is then executed in front of them, and Kaol and Dorian are stunned. Dorian ends up showing his magic, and the king is uh, not super surprised and is happy to see it. Dorian and the king end up locked in a magic battle, which allows Kaol to escape. Dorian then ends up falling, and the king puts a black collar on him, appearing to now have Dorian under his control. The book ends with Selena leaving Rowan and Wendelin as she sets off alone back to Adderlin to tie up loose ends with Kaol and find her old master, Arabin Hamel, who she believes has the third word key. She tells Rowan she will send for him when the time is right, and she is finally ready to fight for her throne in Terrison. Crushed it. Killed it. Great job. <laughs> so... It's hard to summarize, what is it, 800 pages and... 68 chapters. There's 68 chapters. Mm -hmm. And you did it in four and a half minutes. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was so. that it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, this book. Amanda's over there looking like she's about ready to cry. I did cry. <laughs> I, yeah. I straight up cried. Not even kidding. 100% cried in this book. Can I just start off by saying, I think this is my favorite book so far. In this series. All it right. Well, and that's just me. That's just me. Here's here's my hot take. We'll just we'll just start with that. This book started extremely slow to me. You know, I I understand that we were in the throes of introducing all these new characters and all of that fun stuff. 
but I didn't feel like until maybe the last 15 chapters that this book really picked up and I got out of it what I wanted. Not that I didn't enjoy the first half of the book. I mean, I did. I didn't enjoy the relationship between Rowan and Selena. I just thought typical fantasy big brother beat down, you know, whatever. Can I do my hot take? Do it. I feel like we're oh on a very similar page. <laughs> Sorry, Tess. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought honestly, I really I really enjoyed the book. Like the book was so good and like it had me crying, it had me like doing those oh shit moments, <laughs> but I felt like it was a very similar story to book one, where she's doing the training thing with someone that she's not necessarily getting along with. Dorian's in a relationship with someone he shouldn't be in a relationship with. You know, like it was very similar concepts with just different details here and there. Not to say that I didn't enjoy the story, because I did. But I I was very much with you where I didn't really like start like getting completely invested to where I couldn't put it down until part two. So, I mean, that's a little bit more than halfway, I think, but. I can totally see where you're coming from, because I, I didn't have that perspective at all, but I can see it now that you say it. Yeah, because as soon as she, as soon as she met Maeve, and Maeve's like, no, I'm not going to tell you anything until you can show me that you've mastered this, and he's going to train you. I was like, oh, here we go. More training like she had with Kayal. Okay, we've been through this before. It was a little bit more intense, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I don't know. It was just someone's like, okay, well. We've been in this situation. Well, and I mean, it was it was really well broken up in this book because we had the additional stories of yeah, uh, Manon. I really liked that aspect. I you know I didn't. I liked the breakup honestly a little bit. I enjoyed that it it took us away from the training montage and kind of what was happening with Dorian and Kale. Um, I did not like the first half of her story. I love oh, yeah. the second half. Yeah, of yeah. I, I would have to agree. But I liked introducing a character of a different kind to show mm-hmm. all the different people that are in the realm of this versus just, yeah, you have Faye and then you have people that are in Aurelia and there's maybe magic that we don't know a lot about right now. But mm-hmm. it was a whole different side of things. And I really did. I ended up really liking her story. It was hard to get into. But yes, yes, I ended up really liking it. So especially, you know, with all the stuff like how competitive they were. Because oh, I was gosh. just like, man, that's awesome. Yeah. You you punch her in the face for saying that to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely agree about the, the Manon part where it was super slow to get into it. I wasn't a fan of her portion, like at the very beginning, um, but ended up really getting into it by the end, liking her storyline. But I gotta say, I I enjoyed this book from front to back, for the most part, other than that little bit of the beginning of Manon's part. I don't know. I was just all for it. I liked seeing, I liked seeing Selena separated from Dorian and Kaol and how they lived separated from each other because we've only seen them together in these first two books they've only you know been together i liked her away from the romance stuff i liked seeing her 
you know, having to go through, like, the grief stages of Nehemia. Like, so now yes. she's having to, like, actually deal with that instead of just, you know, swallowing it up and recognizing her feelings and how angry she is. And I liked that side of her versus just being enthralled with a boy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because that's all it's been. Yeah. So, but yeah, I I enjoyed that part. Mm-hmm. Can I just say, I was suspicious of Sorsha from the very beginning. <laughs> well, when Dorian walks into the study and she threw, she crumbled up the paper and threw it away, I was like, yep, she's working with, with Ren and uh-huh. Murtaugh. I yep. just, I knew it at that point. Yeah. Oh, you knew who she was working with, too. I, I knew I knew it was the Rebels. I, I, yeah. should, I shouldn't say I was 100% positive. I was like 90, 95%. Yeah, I, I was pretty sure she was with the Rebels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then all that stuff came out at the end. I was like, mm-hmm, called it. Yeah. Called it. I'm not saying that I didn't like them together because she seemed really nice. Whatever. But I'm just saying, come in, like, super sweet like that. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think we all knew that that was, that was a short-lived storyline. Like, nope. I think, no? Nope. You didn't I, think so? I totally thought that she was going to be, like, this big player character in the next couple oh. books see i so that's why the end of the book threw me threw me oh for a wow loop. i thought so i th- i didn't see that ending coming okay so where it was just gonna be like hack off you're done bye um i thought it was gonna be a situation to where she was gonna end things because she felt like he deserved to be with someone who was worthy of being queen. Because she had that whole moment where she's like, you know, I'm going to be selfish for a little while longer or for right now. Mm-hmm. But I thought that, that it was going to end very similar to what Selena did to him, which I felt bad. I was like, man, dude, like, <laughs> you're going to be king <laughs> one day. Two. Like, you can't, you can't be doing this, you know? <laughs> so I thought it was going to end in a very similar situation. And it did not <laughs> at all. See, I when I say short-lived i don't mean her life um i literally her life was (laughs) short-lived her life was (laughs) short-lived i meant that like going into it i assumed that you know you could tell that that sorsha and and dorian were gonna end up being a thing but i always assumed that it was gonna be something uh, like a short-lived relationship i didn't i didn't get the feeling that it was gonna be anything lengthy but Either way, regardless, it it was beneficial to his character development. That poor, oh, that poor so, kid. That poor kid. I feel so oh my bad gosh. for him. <laughs> gosh, I've like really grown to like him, and he yes. just can't catch a break, man. No, and we even get to see him as a kid, too. And it, yeah. it just, as oh. far back as that, he is just getting shafted. Like <laughs> That flashback, that flashback yeah. killed me, though. Oh, yeah. my he's, gosh. He's like such a proper etiquette proper little boy and he's just being ignored and selena's like will you be my friend <laughs> you can just picture yeah like yeah. just going just like that yeah i i really enjoyed getting to finally get a like a nearly full picture of her background I, yeah, and I liked seeing how that night progressed from yeah. beginning to the very end, like her gotta, ending up in the river. I got to say that when she mentions at one point of, um, you know, her parents' deaths not being like even her main 
thing that she can't get through about right. that night. I really, I, I think that was kind of anticlimactic to me. Like, I didn't expect it. it. It just didn't seem like a big wow moment because it was her nanny that sacrificed herself. I mean, yeah, obviously that's a big thing, but it seemed like she was like, oh, you know, I, I, I can't even fathom, you know, dipping into this memory to, to handle it. My parents' deaths are one thing, but this is something like super major. And then it was just that. I I, I, See, that's interesting. Cause that's the part that made me cry. I was, I, I was going to say, I think I disagree with you here. I think in the context of the story, you know, Aelin, uh, we'll just, I'll call her Aelin at this point because in the, at that mm-hmm. point in the story, that's her name. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have anybody. Mm-hmm. She had her parents. She had Adian. She had uh, the nanny. What was her name? Oh no, I don't remember. Lady wow, something. you guys. It starts with an M. M- Monier? Something like <laughs> No, that's, that's our friend Craig. <laughs> what? Craig no, Monier? No, no, no. It's like M A N I E R, something like that. What was the name, Jessica? I don't know. Okay. But in in the context of the story itself, you know, this is the person that she's closest to in the world. Yeah. And now she's sacrificed herself. And so I I totally get it. I mean, I get why she wouldn't want to trudge up that that memory. And Yeah. I mean, I can also get where it um, is, an, you know, an extra twist in the gut because it's fairly similar to Nehemia and what she did, you know, the sacrifice of yourself for Selena and the greater good. So, I mean, I can see why that also makes it, like, extra heartbreaking. But I I don't know. I guess I just didn't have the same reaction. Yeah, I think for me it was just I'm the detail of just describing, you know, this woman put up the ultimate sacrifice, sacrificed her husband, sacrificed a life of watching her child grow up to save her, mm-hmm. knowing her parents were dead and she was the last legacy to their kingdom, essentially, knowing what was coming, and that was the only way to save her. And I, yeah, I think it was very similar to what Nehemia did, to where she's, you know, yeah, like, this is bigger than just me, and you're it you know and i gosh it was really the part i think where she's like you know she gave up a life with her husband a life for her daughter where yeah. i was just like oh man <laughs> and then to see later that kale who's been on the fence the entire time about this entire book of where he stands because you know selena who he loves is off doing who knows what because he has no idea but he knows who she is and mm-hmm. that she's the heir to this you know this country that's known for magic and who's supposed to be his enemy, but then is also trying to help Dorian who has magic and he, but is trying to be loyal to the King. It's just so literally like on the fence about everything. And then at the end when he's like, no, like you're not my King. Dorian is my King. Like it's literally it to me, those situations mirror each other almost like I will do whatever I can for him because that's who I want to be my King. That's who I want to rule. They were big moments. And so like, I, I had that, that moment with Selena like, going through her past. And then all of a sudden, like a couple chapters later, 
Kale's doing a very similar thing with Dorian and showing his loyalty to him. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, what is happening to me? My heartstrings can't take it. I'm about to cry right now. I, I just finished it a half hour ago. I can't. Ugh, I had that moment when Kale went and was talking to Dorian and Dorian kind of like shuts him down a little bit and and just says whatever he has to say and then walks away and Kale just like ends it with, you know, that that wasn't just Dorian. That wasn't a prince. That was a king talking yeah, to me. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my yeah. goodness. The character progression is just so good. Ugh. Like, the development is just so good. My heart. And I'm, I'm so, gosh, because they ended it on, like, such a note where I'm just like, okay, so what happens? Like, Adian, right? Adian's in the dungeon now because he stood yes. up to him. T- the king knows Dorian has magic, and now he's under his power. Kaol oh, fled God. and now is trying to, is with Ren and has to find Selena to tell her what happened. Is like, hey, <laughs> don't go to the castle, maybe, because all this crap is going on. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like it's so much suspense. And she has no idea what's happening. No, she's coming back to face Arabin. And I'm like, I need to know what's going to go on there. I know. I I need to know what's going I on want, there. I want more of that story. <laughs> oh, yeah. this That's probably a good point to interject that we are, we're not really, we're, we're not reading it in release order. We're reading it in the romantic order. Yeah. So... After Era Fire in the Romantic Order is the prequel, which is Assassin's Blade. So we're, I we're mean, there. we're about to really yeah. get into this backstory of Selena and Arabin, and I just yeah. figured that would be a good point to throw that in. So yeah, yeah. But it just, it just left on such a cliffhanger, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like all this stuff just happened, and then here's Selena just thinking like, yeah, I'm gonna go back to the castle. I'm gonna find that word key. Yeah. I'm gonna figure out what's going on with Arabin, and I was just like. Honey, I'm going to tie things up with KL. I was like, you have Ta-da. no idea what you're walking into because it's a shit show back there right now. Like, nothing is how you left it. I mean, girl just defeated the Vogue. I think she can handle. Because she bows to no one. Okay? I literally snapped my fingers. I was like, mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you're talking about a continent where she doesn't have her magic. She can't. True. She can't transform into her fae, into the fae form. Mm-hmm. I mean, this it, the story's going to take a big, a oh, big turn in the next book, and and which that, go ahead. That might be a big reason why is because you know yeah. all this training she just did through air of fire now doesn't mean jack shit, right? Facts, facts. And we have to wait a whole book to find out what happens next because we're reading the prequel. Well, and I'm thinking, that's true, that's true. <laughs> and I'm thinking, so when we get to that part to where she finally, like, comes and faces Arabin for whatever that <sighs> case, whatever happens, right? She does have, she does have this tendency to where she talks herself up, she, like, gets all <laughs> hype about herself, and then she has a real, real low moment. And then all of a sudden, she's right back up there again, and she's like, you know what? No one can touch me. I need to remember who I am. <laughs> You know, but it's very like up and down. And now she's about to go confront the man that raised her to be the person that she is now for what? Ten years after just being on a big high. Right. Right. So I don't know. And I think the same thing is going to happen to the king of Otterland because he's the one that literally took everything away from her. She doesn't tend to do so great when she acts out of anger half the time. Hmm. 
So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm very nervous. It's like watching a sporting event. (laughs) I'm not sure. Not sure. So, I will throw out there that my favorite duo in this book are Abraxas and Monad. Really? Yep. I thought you were gonna say Emrys and his mate or something like that. Oh, I love those guys too. That was, I mean, those they were very, very well written. Yeah. But the second that she oh. she chose Abraxas as her wyvern um, or mount, I I just fell in love with that that story mm-hmm. right at that point. I was yeah. like, yeah, this is where it, it becomes worth it. Yeah, I agree. That that was such yeah. a cool interaction. Reading about the just the the discipline of her and the thirteen, and then reading about them eventually flying together and like their formations, and I'm just like, oh, this is so cool! You guys finally got it. <laughs> Even Icar- though they eat people, <laughs> Icarus is a bitch. I don't like her. Yeah, yeah, no, nope, not a fan. She's no. nasty. I mean, they're all like pretty pretty mean to each other but it's like man she just went above and beyond didn't she mm-hmm. like especially when she like took the whip oh my god to abraxas i was just like how bold are you like come on you knew that wasn't gonna end well she did that to get under her skin no oh, totally she she's the yellow legs yes yeah 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 that's iskra yeah right yeah yeah that makes me even more more glad that they killed Baba Yellow Legs in the second book. Yeah. But I was like, man, I hope that was worth the lashing you got after that for, Mm. for, you know, stirring the pot. Yeah, I am curious to see now having liked that storyline, where it ends up going and, and how they end up fitting in with the rest of the the stories i'm sure it won't be good <laughs> we'll get into that in the theory <clears throat> section yeah because i got i got a theory i know you do <laughs> i know you do it was just so good i i loved how everything ended because it wasn't nothing was happy i loved it i'm curious to see how um the black beak and is it blue blood blue blood mm-hmm. yeah clan dynamics progress when you know with the black beak saving the blue blood and then you know the blue blood sharing proper food with the black beak wyvern you know just the back and forth there has been begrudgingly good (laughs) that brings up a really i think a really interesting topic talking point too is the fact that you know, while we're training with the 13, um, Manon catches on to it slowly throughout the chapters that were there is that there's something wrong with the main overseer and the food that they're getting. There's something wrong with with the blood, with everybody's blood. Not Not everybody's, because at one point, didn't she say that she tasted one of, the, like, just the regular soldier's blood or and it tasted fine do you guys recall that it was the it was the overseer and then yeah the the goats or the regular food they oh, were yeah, eating. Yeah, yeah but but doesn't she 
and the rest of the iron teeth don't none of them notice it but aren't but but abraxas does no manon definitely noticed it and she then, kept uh, saying yeah it tasted tasted weird right yeah something but like it, it was after she'd chosen abraxas as her, right yeah as her mount yeah that'll be interesting to see what that all means well and then i mean that's when we get into the the blue blue bloods uh not the matron the second petra giving abraxas the regular meat too which was the i wild thought was meat. right i thought it was just kind of odd because I think even in that chapter, she said something about it, right? She's like, yeah, everything tastes a little weird around here. Did I make all that up in my head? I might have. <laughs> I don't know. You read it so long ago. It's, Maybe it's you're been not a, remembering. It's been a hot minute. It's been a, what, just under a week. Yeah. I think I finished it off <laughs> Sunday. Yeah, how do you remember anything? <laughs> you read it so long ago. You've been waiting so long for this. I have. That's what I, I keep hearing. So I'm just telling like, you, we need a schedule. Oh, and then he told me at one point, he's like, you can't read the last three chapters until I'm in the room with you so I can watch you. <laughs> yeah, but my timeline was a little off because I forgot like, everything with Sorcha happened a before, before the last three chapters. Yeah. Literally, when he when they said that everyone was summoned to the king's chamber, I was just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Everything yes. is going to happen. <laughs> like, everyone's going to die. Oh, I was so stressed. I literally was Ugh. pacing and reading back and forth in the living room. I was, I was pacing I was and like, reading I, also. I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I was just walking around the house with my face in my phone reading it. <laughs> I couldn't, seriously, the last 15 chapters, I could not put this book down. They were good, yeah. It was just incredible. Everything with Mistword and the battle. Oh my god. With the flag, and then Selena and Maeve, and Kaol and the king. It just, yeah, it it blew my mind, and it it was tough to put down. Yeah. She's really good at making allies with a bunch of different people, no matter where she's at. And I think that's all going to really come back and help her mm-hmm. at the end when shit hits the fan, you know? Inevitably. Yeah. So. Theories. All right. You guys you guys ready to talk some theories, huh? Jess, you, got, you said everything you want to say? Can I just say that as soon as they started talking about there being slim possibilities among Faye of that... Um, Conamum, yeah, that blood bond. I was like, I know it. I know that they're gonna do that. Yeah, and it was <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> what do you mean it was disgusting? I'm gonna cut my palm, and you're gonna cut yours, and we're gonna join them together. Ew, no. I loved no. it. Disease. I That's loved what that it. Sounds like. Oh my gosh. I think it just means they have the same blood type. So. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> You guys, you guys are crushing all my happiness of this book. It's, it's like my blood transfusion. So- <laughs> I, I can't stand you. I'm look. I'm right there with you. Out of the I, yeah, I agree. I think three, it's my this favorite. Is, this yeah. is my favorite so far. But I'm super yeah. You guys excited. have like slammed it. We got to play devil's advocate. I mean, 
I'm glad I'm not the only one who's slamming it, to be honest. <laughs> I thought I was going to catch a lot of flack in this room tonight. No, I'm not. I say because of, like, you know, similar situations to book one and blah, 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 things we have said. I don't think I'm going to give it as high a rating, but it is my favorite of the three we've read thus far. Should probably be keeping track of what we rate these books. I've been thinking that all day. I was like, man, I cannot remember what I rated Crown of Your Midnight. first one was really low. That's yeah. all it was. It was like a 2.2, I think. It was a 2.2. Yeah. yeah. But I think I took Crown of Midnight up to over a 3. Yeah. yeah I think you did. It was like a 3.4 or I something sh- like that. I think that eventually K.L. is going to die. I totally agree. I think it's going to be another Sam situation for her. Or he's going to finally, he's going to sacrifice himself for Selena. Right there with him. Not necessarily alien. Well, good. Be useful. <laughs> makes me feel bad. I, I, I really that, like him. If that happens, I would definitely feel bad. I am, my feelings toward Kaol are like, they're in waves. Like where I've been a fan of his character and then not and like I was a fan of his character in book one and then book two I just could not stand him at all and now in book three like he's starting to redeem himself in my brain it's just like I constantly think about the scene where Selena made him that dinner oh I constantly think about that scene because I just thought it was so cute I was like oh you know breaking the ice my favorite like it was so cute (laughs) but he I mean he wasn't he was there in this book, but because he was so back and forth, he was just kind of like a, he was a character that I felt like had to be there because he's been there since the beginning until the end when he is like, no, actually, no, I'm going to break away from what I've been taught my entire life and I'm going to decide who I want to follow. Finally. And that's not you. He is my least favorite character. Just that. Uh- 100% as of right now, I just do not care for K.L. The end of the book shined a little bit of a light on him, but we're still, we're three books in. I'm sick and tired of hearing the whiny, <laughs> oh, but I'm I'm captain of the guard, but I love Selena. Hmm, captain of the guard takes priority. That douche <laughs> is the like, reason. It's like, just pick. Nehemia died, and she could have been great in these books. First of all, you're yeah. just upset because she was your favorite character. She was. I really like Nehemia. And that was not his fault. Yeah. No, gotta gotta say that was not that his fault. That was her fault. She actually orchestrated it yes. herself. It doesn't... So it was literally her fault. He still knew. He, he could have said something to Selena. <laughs> I'm just saying, guys. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I just I'm I'm just want, not a fan. Of I want the more character. development out of him. I mm-hmm. feel like it's been very slow, but everyone else is progressing a lot, and I just feel like he's not. Yeah, I did feel bad though when he was he made the comment and the like on when it switched to his perspective about how he knew that Selena would choose him, but Aelin wouldn't. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what happened happens with Dorian. Like everywhere you turn, he goes and goes for someone that he can't be with. And he has to be he has to be the crown prince because his brother's gonna do a crap job. He knows oh, that. Gosh. So he can't leave. <laughs> but I really do think that he's gonna die at some point for her. I hope yeah. we never see Holland on the on the throne. I think at this point it might be closer than you think. Oh gosh. I um I like 
the end of the book where he finally stood up for Dorian. I liked the point in the book where he was talking to Sorcia and he's like, a healer for a queen would be really nice. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, he's finally, he's finally starting to get to this point where I'm like, okay. He's thawing. Right. But I would really have liked to see him go back to Annie L and just that interaction with his mother and his brother. And Oh, it could still be coming. I don't know. He's on the run. So I, know, I don't think he. I don't think he can go back. I think his family's dead. I, we're gonna uh, get. We're gonna get oh, no. answers. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't oh, think about that. Huh? No, I didn't. Yeah, I think. But that's probably really likely. <laughs> that is probably really likely, especially with how his dad. You know how they. How they're both like. You know, his mother would really miss him when somebody hasn't heard from her, but you and your theories. Yep, I'm pretty sure Annielle is well, about to burn him to the ground. Letter, but he didn't read it. It's gonna be one of his biggest regrets that? in yeah. his short because life. Because he's like, I don't care what she has to say, and his dad was like, I'm gonna tell her you said that. And then he took the letter back. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can I just say that I really it, she wrote Adian really well at the beginning when she first introduced him. Adian? Be, yeah. Because I because it obviously was the, you know, it, it, is he loyal to the king or is he loyal to Terrasen, you know, that that obviously was the which way is it he, gonna go? Sort he's of also thing. Dorian's cousin, right? Or no? He's just part of the court. He's just part of the court. Okay. He's, he's just cousin to the um, king, the kingdom of Wendelin's family. Yeah. Okay, Riverside. that's where I'm getting that from. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And I gotta say, when I was first guessing, I guessed wrong. I guessed that he was gonna be like traitor to Terrison. And I'm really glad that I was wrong about that. I I did not like him at the beginning. No, not at all. I thought he was a tool. And I think, like, you're supposed to feel that way. Well, I think think he played that part really well, because he continued to do that even after we knew what he was really fighting for. Oh, yeah. Like, when he sat there and said that, thank you for killing my people. I cried at that part, too, (laughs) when all that came out, that they killed all those slaves. Oh, my goodness, yes. I cried during that, too. Especially because it was right after she opened up and told Rowan that she just wanted to go free everybody, and then that happens right after. Of course it did. (sighs) Of course it did. That Mm -hmm. made me cry. Hey, Sarah J. Moss doesn't pull punches. Gosh. she She definitely knows how to how to make people feel. A certain way. For real, bitch. <laughs> are we are we calling no I Sarah like bitch now? Because <laughs> I thought we were just calling Caltain bitch. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how she's doing. <laughs> I bet not so well. <laughs> Married, probably. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, the only we only had two mentions of her and um Roland, is it Roland? Was that the cousin's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Did he go with him? Yeah. To yeah. More, to Morvath? Morvath? Morvath. Morvath? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Morvath. <laughs> Which I thought that was interesting when he made that connection with the triangle between the three towers. Yes. Which is going to be the first one to fall. Uh, who's going to do it? How's it going to happen? One of them is going to fall. It's, it's going to happen. It's probably going to be fire. <laughs> <laughs> or will it be ice? I, ah, ah. We got both. I'm surprised uh, Kane didn't break the one with Selena's face in the first book. <laughs> oh, so your theory, because you're just chomping at the bit to yeah. get oh, I'm, theories I'm actually out. super proud of the Kale's family's dead theory now, because <sighs> neither of you thought about I that. I never thought about that. That was one of my. That was my first thought after that whole section. Manon. Is not going to stay working for the king. She's going to swap sides and be oh, Selena. For sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Especially, yeah, with her slow change of lack of heart. <laughs> Saying that they don't have a heart. Mm-hmm. Um, by the end of it, yeah, totally. I agree. Totally. Okay. That's the one I've been stewing on a lot. Because it's like, I, I was jumping back and forth this whole book on it, like, I feel like she's going to be Aelin's, you know, general, but at the same mm. time, we don't know what the king has done to these wyverns as they're, mm-hmm. they're being raised. And maybe Abraxas but, is different because exactly. he was a bait, be- a bait beast, but... A bait bee A bait bee bee. <laughs> well, and I, I feel like the, the king has an issue with this because he can't just kill all these people and expect the leaders of those people to be loyal to him. I mean, that's only going to last for so long. Well, when you rule through fear, who's to say that's, that it doesn't work But I'm saying that, that like, the more that come together and stand up, then you got another one, then you got another one, then you got another one, and then you got Selena, who's leading the charge, dude. She's gonna, she's gonna hop ship for sure. I will say that another one of my favorite things in this book was when Murtog came back and he's like, "She's alive." Yeah. And then mm-hmm. immediately. Rides off to go tell the whole the whole country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, man, that's that's so cool. And then they just kind of you glimpse into the future a little bit of him traveling and just word spreading. But I'm really curious because, like, what's going to happen with that mysterious red queen of the waste, like red haired queen of the waste that has the iron teeth area now? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that's all they've said, you know, this red-haired queen in the waist. We haven't really heard anything else about that. So, I mean, obviously something's going to go on there. I think that that you're right. Um, Manon is going to, you know, flip or, you know, flip sides or some, you know, something of that sort. She's not going to stay loyal to her grandmother. Is no, she's already button heads with her. Yeah. Left and right. Yeah. So her aunt and the 13 are going to be flipping sides of some sort. And so what? Is she going to is she gonna end up overall queen of the Iron Teeth? There's a lot of tests of loyalty in this book. Because even her second, that whole interaction when she's like, I am loyal to you. I yeah. serve you. <laughs> Not my grandmother. No, I serve you. Yeah. Yep. Love that. A lot of, lot of that. Love that. that. So you're really seeing, like, who's following who here. So. 
Well, and I think we see that with the blue bloods, though, too. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. you know, they're like, "Hey, there's there's something to this Caring. witch." <laughs> but you know, we also we know the blue bloods aren't as vicious per se as the other two clans. Yeah, they only like to eat young, healthy people, <laughs> not just anybody. <laughs> And they worship some giant three-headed spider. So weird. Yeah, that was interesting. I don't know. I'm wondering if the king is ever going to put together, like, who Selena is. Considering now that we know, like, he was there the night that all that crap happened and was like, put that little worm in her. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He knows. There's no way he doesn't. (laughs) I, I think, think it's going to come out that, well, same with how he knew that Dorian had magic. He's like, yeah, I suspected that you had it. It's like, okay, so you know more than you're letting on. Like, regardless of how many spies you have, like, I think that he knows a lot more than. But granted, we haven't seen much of, like, we don't ever see his side of view of things. So. Either he knows or he's going to know very soon. I don't. I just feel like so it... much happens with him that, like. We don't know until it's already done. Like when he killed all the slaves, like he, cause he doesn't tell his guards about any of this stuff until it's like, oh yeah, like that problem's taken care of. We killed them all. Like, and I, you're just like, what? I want to say like, yeah, he knows about Aelin because, you know, signs would point to that from the past. But then I also want to say, no, he's got no idea that that's actually who she is because why would he have let any of this in current times go on as it has <clears throat> when he has no, when knowing who she is and that he has no control over her? Maybe it's one of those keep your friends close, but your enemies closer type things. I don't know. I think he, I think he's known since he locked her away in Endovir. And maybe he wants to put that little collar thing on her. Yeah, I mean, she well, is. waited so long, though. She is a. Ash River and Ash River and Ash River and a Galathinian. Galathinian. Galathinius. Yeah. So, I mean, she's the perfect tool to be used in the future. Maybe he's waiting for her to figure out where the word keys are. Well, and that could very well be because, because he one needs of them the is. Third one. Yeah. I just want to know more about this whole Arabin story. <laughs> So she thinks that he has it, right? Her amulet. She knows that he she has knows it. That so he, he has took it. it from her when yeah. he pulled her out of the river, right? But yeah. that does was he the know story? what it means? Does he know what it is? Yeah, I think he'd have. He would have done more with it if he did. Yeah, because she had that the realization that in order for her to survive the freezing water, mm-hmm. that that her that amulet plunge. had to yeah. have been protecting her. Yep. And then everything goes to hell when <laughs> when it's gone and he takes it. So yeah. mm-hmm. wonder if that and like the eye of Elena together. Like the two amulets. Oh my goodness. Huh? Like her and Kale together. <laughs> <laughs> uh. They're Casablancas or whatever the yeah. word is. <laughs> I hate you guys. Same blood type. <laughs> Just let me like things. <laughs> did you say like Casablanca? Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole black and white moment. 
Oh, at the very end, and this has nothing to do with anything we were just saying. I was thinking about jewelry and like, you know, whatever. Swords are part of jewelry in books like this. And how uh, Kale grabbed Damaris. Yeah. That was exciting. I was sad at the chapter that he threw his other sword in the... Oh, in yeah. The, yeah. The teeny tiny chapter. Like, chapter 67, I think it was. Yeah. The second it's literally to last half a page. It's just... It's fisherman. Him in a hood, like... throwing his old sword in the yeah. in the bay, and that was that. What can you do? What can you do? Was that the sword that the king had given him, though? Yeah, that was his captain of the the guard. Oh, sword. symbolism. Okay, we're done with that part of our life. Well, he's gonna wish he would have kept it when he was goes the... up to Annie Hill <laughs> to the ground. Is that oh. the Sword of Corinth? Is that what it is? So no, that was that's uh That's Adian's. That's Adian's sword, yeah. yeah. That's Selena's sword. Selena's sword. Or Aelin's sword. Whatever. So many names. I really hope that he gets to see her. That's all he's talked about this entire book. I hope he gets to join her. Like I hope he gets I know, to just end up being part of the court. But he's been talking about it so much. I was like, all he wants Stop. to do is see her. Stop it! It's not going to happen. Stop it! She's oh, going to no. stroll back into the castle. Oh my god! The king's going to have him on the execution block. We're gonna, and you guys won't understand this reference. So we're gonna one piece Mary Joe. This, this yeah, whole I was thinking. Ned, I was thinking Ned Stark. Put his head on a spike. Yeah. <sighs> but she will be in the crowd when he dies. He might look up and see her, but. And that'll be his one time that yep. he sees her. She's standing right there. <laughs> the drama. Why are we not writing a movie or something? I, I can't. I figure if this go, if this keeps this. going well enough, we'll eventually just write our own book. Right. Oh god. <laughs> I cannot do a chapter if it's like that, and I could totally see it being like that. I could see it. Yeah, just totally gruesome. Kale oh. can die. Just let Adi and join his. <laughs> queen no he's got to be the king right god weird <laughs> that would be weird Ugh. it's like medieval times guys it's still it, weird still all weird. royal people are interrelated nope and... don't like it not not everybody is we're in the middle of watching house of the dragon right now yeah and there's all that going on left and right I still like stepdad is also the uncle, but is also stepmom's brother. I don't know. It's weird. It's not weird. everybody's a Lannister, but, but they, they do all... it to keep the bloodline pure, <laughs> right? Anyway, I, I still haven't finished Game of Thrones, so we haven't yeah. started House of Dragon yet. Yeah, it's a lot slower. There's not as much action as there is in Game of I Thrones. I really want to really watch good. it. It's very good. I haven't watched Rings of Power yet either. I haven't yeah. watched that either. I heard that's fantastic. I haven't watched Andor yet either. We're I'm way getting behind. off topic. <laughs> all the shows we haven't seen. All the books we haven't read. Oh, I'm sure one day we'll have a filler episode where we just chit-chat about all the random stuff. Anyway. Right. I think K- KL's going to die. I think Adian's going to die. When? When do you think he's going to die? Because we are through three books, and there are five left. <laughs> Obviously, KL? it's not going to happen in the next book, because that's the prequel. But I think so K.L. will die at the end that. of the series. Eight books, yes? Eight books. One of them a prequel. I think K.L. will die in book seven or eight. <sighs> I agree. I think I'll finally start to like him, and that's when they'll 
They'll kill him. I just want to say that of this series, I'm pretty sure I have seen two spoilers. We don't want to hear I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. This is why we ruin things for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you look at spoilers. No, I don't. I try so hard not to. I try so hard not to. You tell her to stay off TikTok and just read the books. And... <laughs> Book talk be, be getting me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see something on Throne of Glass, I immediately scroll past. Scroll, scroll, scroll. But twice now I've been caught off guard. And I don't know if what I have nope. seen is actuality or not. And so I'll, I'll find it's out. It's probably not. We'll find it. Oh, I'm pretty sure it is. Probably not. We'll see. We'll see. And when, if yeah, it you does or doesn't it. happen, I will tell you. Yeah. Ratings? So, I have a pretty strong feeling that Dorian's going to die, too. No. Stop. No. Because God, I need... Who isn't going to die? I need him We're gonna to We're going to Game be... of Thrones this bad boy, guys. No. You I haven't even finished him. that. I need him to be the king that country deserves. I need him he, to... He, s- Nope, nope. The nope. only way he's going to be king is if he hooks up with Aelin. Because she is going or to be queen. Or if he kills his dad. Queen of the continent. I feel like well, they would but work there together. Are, there are smaller like kings and queens. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be... There are lords and ladies. I don't think it's going to be like him taking over everything like his dad is trying to do, though. I think it's going to be the two of them working together and like bringing back up kingdoms <clears throat> that are already there because keep in mind terrison was its own country right yeah you know and then its own adderland was its own country and he went and took him over that's yeah so there aren't any additional kings and queens in adderland i just mean in the world in general i think she's gonna she's gonna come through she's gonna wreck face well, I don't think that he wants to be the conqueror of Aurelia, which is what his dad is trying She's to do. Kick I guess take names. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chew bubblegum, all out of bubblegum. But I don't think she would do that once the king is dead with Dorian. I don't think she would be like, oh, nope, here I am. Now I'm all, I'm the conqueror of Aurelia. Here I am. I think that I they d- would bring back other countries and they would be civil. I don't think she wants to be the conqueror of Aurelia. I think... Everybody's just going to be like, here's our queen. Yeah, she saved us. This is it. I mean, there's no point in us not being under her. Hmm. So I love how we've gone into, like, predictions for the series and not, like, predictions for the next book. (laughs) See, (laughs) we're going to get backstory. We already know that. Yeah, and and the Assassin's Blade, I think, is just another training montage. See? Shut <laughs> up. That's all we do is training. I'm what actually... did you guys expect out of like high fantasy warrior style things where the very first sentence is something about her being an assassin? Uh, you really think there's not going to be a lot all we have of to... I thought that we were going to do more than have training. to train for a couple months to get freaking information. <laughs> From our aunt, by the way. Queen... Maeve, see, there are other queens and kings. She's a bitch, too. God, she's a bitch. <laughs> but she, God. she, oh, listen, 
She's not a queen in Adderland. <laughs> She's a queen of her own. I understand. Of Dorno. Yes. Isn't she well, like an Nobody is going to want Dorian to be king other than Kaol by the end of the series because his name is Villiard. Unless Dorian's fighting under Selena. But then the only way for him to be king is to marry <laughs> Selena. No, it's not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway. I disagree with you on this one. Did anybody get a little bit confused in the Maeve, Mab, Moore storylines? Yeah, I didn't get it. I the think I understood The fake queen it. sisters and so how their lineage goes. I got a little confused with the lineage and who yeah, goes I really where from I didn't really those. understand that. I, I need a family tree. All, yeah, all I got was that something happened with Maeve and, like, Aelin's mom owing her something but, like, keeping her away from her. So Maeve was trying to find, you know what I'm saying? Trying to find her for all this right. time. So I'm not exact. I don't remember what happened. Though. So was Mab Evelyn's mom? Which was Selena's mom? No. Because in book two, when Selena tells Kaol that she's part Faye, she says, like, my great great grandmother or something was Faye. So was. Was she talking about Mab? Yeah, I yeah. Would assume so. Because so, she so... said she had, like, a small portion of Mab in her. So Mab was like. Because she had more of her dad. Like, maybe great great grandmother. But her dad's right, great great grandma. But her dad's line is Faye too, right? Yeah, because she said at the end that she had more of Brandon in her than she did of Matt, and that's why she's so she's so prevalent with fireman. Yeah, yeah, because that's all Brandon, right? <laughs> but then, but then, Mab turns into a goddess. She gave up her. From her fae, her so magic. she could die with her lover, and then the world turned her into a goddess. Deanna? Yes. Yes. Goddess of the hunt. The hunt, yep. You get into some weird, weird... That, that fantasy. Fantasy, that yeah. A little this bit is just like a just... huge fantasy trope, I think. Well, what did you expect with fantasy, assassin... <laughs> I enjoy it. I just <laughs> shut up. I just wanted to be able to follow it a little better. And I think everything was so um, briefly touched on yeah. and briefly just said, you know, her from here and her from here and them to there and this to there. There wasn't like a whole lot of explanation. So I got kind of lost in the mix about who whose lineage was who. It was it However was all removed and yeah. and what then subsequently happened to them. You know, towards the end when they were talking about how there's you know the war was coming, like they were sending people over and they were like prepping and you know how they're gonna you know stand against the king and mm. whatever his magic was gonna be. I literally looked to the map at the beginning and I was like, "There's no there's no map past Aurelia." <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Because that would have been nice if they included a family tree for that, too. <laughs> right? I'm going to have to look it up. Uh, you might want to just wait. You know what? Never mind. You're right. Yeah. Anytime, anytime we're like, I want to see exactly what that person looks like. We should look them up. And then we're like, no, we can't look them up. We don't, we don't know enough yet. <laughs> yeah. Too much, 
too much can we'll be just happening. We'll make, make a list and then we look it all up at the end. And yes. that's its own episode. Yeah, we just <laughs> yeah. have a full episode of uh, Throne of Glass it's lore. Like, that's and... not what I pictured at all. Throne of Glass WTFs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, let's get into our ratings unless there's anything else you want to add. Mm-mm. I'm good. No. I am good. All right. Well, most recently read. I want you to go first because you like this more than we did. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 4.5. Dang. You're not leaving Shoot. much much room for this <laughs> series to grow, girl. I don't want to just shoot low because I think it can improve. I can rate two of the books 4.5 if I think they're both, you know, the same. Well, I don't five have to books, five stars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to rate each book separately from, you know, like based on the one before it or whatever. I can just base it as it is, as its own book. 4.5 I stand. I like it. Amanda. Mm, 3.7. Justification. Everything I said before. <laughs> I like it. I'm at 3.7 as well. I liked it. I I enjoyed the read very much. Um, like I said, the first half of it was just just a little slow for me. Um, She's so mad. <laughs> it, it was, I just think you guys <laughs> teaming up on me with this book is ridiculous. I find it interesting that we had the same perspective. I don't find that interesting whatsoever. <laughs> you guys are the same person. <laughs> She's not That's wrong. True. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the book. It was it was very good. It was especially the end of it. I mean, I could I could rate it higher, but the first half of it just was a little too slow for me. So three point seven. Sorry, my ring's bouncing off my beer can. <laughs> Jeez. Sweet books and booze. Gotta have those booze. Hey, I'm drinking Bud Light, so. Seagram's twisted tea. That's what she's gonna be drinking every episode. Yeah, why Jess haven't we been sharing this for so far? We've been sh- we should be sharing what we're yeah. drinking. Uh, we did at the end of the last two episodes. Well, whatever. Did we? Oh yep. yeah, because we were. Oh yeah, yeah. He did. Yep. Yep. Mm. If you want to know what we're talking about, listen to the last two episodes. Yeah. Hopefully, if you're listening to. <laughs> Our episode about Air of Fire. You've read the first two books. Yes, please read with us. Join us for the next book that we're reading, which is The Assassin's Blade. The prequel to the Throne of Glass series. Book four. In our reading order. Dun, dun, dun. I'm excited. (laughs) Do you want to... So... As we're going through this, Jess has decided that we are all doing the tandem read for. Um, we're all doing the tandem read. <laughs> well, we're gonna, it's going to be one. She straight episode up said, "Just so you know, I'm doing the tandem read." No, oh, she decided today that I'm doing the tandem read, so I decided that you're doing the tandem read. <laughs> Meaning what? We read the last two books at the same time. It's not the last two books. It's the second to last two books. What? Yeah. Wait. So books. Six so, and seven. Yes. Okay. So. Guys, I can. I finished this 20 minutes before <laughs> we started. Okay. The, you want me to read two at once? 
The order we are reading this series in is Throne of Glass, Crown of Midnight, Queen of Shadows. Nope. Nope, sorry. I looked at the words wrong. Throne of Glass, Crown of Midnight, Heir of Fire, Assassin's Blade, Queen of Shadows, Empire of Storms, Tower of Dawn, and then Kingdom of Ash. So Empire of Storms and Tower of Dawn are the tandem read books. Because yes. they take place at the exact same time. So what, you read chapter one of one book and then chapter one of the other book? There is a guide to what order you read what chapters in, in which book. Oh my gosh, I'm going to need to print out. Oh, I am, of course, going to have to print out. I think this is one of the neatest things that I have seen in a book series, is, is having the option to read two books at the same time, because they're... I think I, I believe these two books, um, Empire of Shadows and or Ep- Empire of Storms and Tower of Dawn, they're in different parts of the world, occurring at the same time. Okay. So, and what from what I have read, Empire of Storms, which if you were just reading it chronologically, you know, or by publication date, you would read Empire of Storms and then Tower of Dawn. But Empire of Storms, I have read, ends on a cliffhanger. So you would be going through then another chunk of a book that is going to go back in time and right. be at the same time as that and have to wait on whatever cliffhanger that ends up being. That's not a spoiler that I know. I don't know how... I'm going to do it because we bought the compendium. So we have all the books in one on Kindle. So <laughs> switching back and forth between the books is just going to be insane. And carrying around two books, two huge books, by the way, they are, they are thick <laughs> books. Thick boys. You're going to be wearing a backpack a lot for a couple weeks, carrying those two books. And I'm going to read it digitally. I think I can binge two books faster than, I can tandem read them. If I have a guide, you don't have you don't have to tandem. Read if them. I have a guide, I'll be fine. I'm I'm really excited. I'm excited for that just to see how it goes, um, because I have not any like I've never heard like, of that. Not like book reviews, but any reviews of doing the tandem read itself. I haven't heard anything bad. Okay, so. Okay, I'm here for that, it. That's how. As long as I have a little extra time. Oh gosh, yes. To finish. Well, I figure. I figure yeah. by the time we're in those books, it's going to be about your your wedding time. So. So it's not like I'll be busy or anything. Right. Yeah, we'll need extra time anyway. <laughs> but yes, so we just finished book three, Air of Fire. We are going to go back in time now and read the prequel. The Assassin's Blade. Cool, cool. Because apparently, with the way we're reading it, that is the best order to do this in. So I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Another training montage. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you guys. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to a court. Uh, books and booze this is our basement book club and we are super excited to be here 
talking about this series. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, hopefully. We're still not posting episodes yet, so... And uh, you can find us on Facebook.com slash A Court of B-A-B because you can't use booze in uh, in a Facebook URL. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, if you enjoyed what you heard here, please go check out the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network of Podcasts. That includes Murd Nerds, The Call Guys, The United States of Paranormal, Indiana Chiefs fans, and Golden Image Podcast. They're all fun to listen to. I listen to just about every episode each week on my short drives to work. <laughs> so I'm still still working through uh, Call Guys Beer 30 because it's like <laughs> super long. It was good. I'm, I'm trickling my way through. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, go check those guys out. Um, you can find them. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, um, and then we'll have all their socials posted in our show notes and all of that fun stuff. So, anything else you guys want to add before we before we close it out? No, no. I love the series. I'm just really excited to keep it trucking. <laughs> Read with you later. Bye. Grab a beer. Grab a book. Me in the basement. Me in the basement. <laughs> That's a little weird. But... That cannot be our slogan. <laughs> <laughs> grab a beer, grab a book, be in the basement. I like it. Yeah. I hate it. I, I hate, hate it, it, but so I love it. Much. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs>